0: Next guest, new boy, Stephen Pope, founder of what is called My Amazon Guy, and uh, we're going to talk about this historical vote that happened. Amazon workers on New York's Staten Island, my hometown, made history becoming the first group to vote in favor of unionizing, had a U.S. facility operated by the country's largest e-commerce company, and uh, Stephen, I want to welcome you to the program, sir. How are you today, and good afternoon?
1: Well, happy Tuesday, Mark. Thanks for bringing me on.
0: Yeah, yes sir, thank you. I appreciate you joining me on the show uh, to talk about this, and uh, interesting story to say the very least, but uh, since you are a new uh, voice to the program, tell folks what you do. What do you do? Welcome to the show.
1: So I founded an agency that helps brands sell and market more products on the Amazon platform. Um, We have more than 223 brands that we actively uh, help do that. Worldwide, fully remote business, 233 employees as of this morning. And it's, uh, it's fun to always talk about generating traffic and improving conversion rates on the Amazon platform.
0: Okay, very good. And again, thank you for uh, joining me on the program. And just from a uh, general background, and uh, we'll build a conversation from there and start a platform, if you will. Uh, Amazon is, uh, I mean, it is the 800 pound gorilla. Correct in that? I mean, it is huge when it comes to e-commerce, uh, everything you can think of, moving freight and things like that. It's an enormous organization, isn't it?
1: it I mean, like the left at Amazon doesn't know what the right hand is doing, right? So if you ask questions internally over at Amazon how something works, you're going to get a thousand different answers. Honestly. And so seeing, a, seeing the union vote win over in Staten Island, I mean, it's it pretty much, you're right, it's a Cinderella story, um, David beating Goliath on this one. I mean, they, they basically laid off or fired a dude you know, during the pandemic for not socially distancing. And he came back with some wrath and some hire and, and a few uh, lasagnas and ziti cakes or something and uh, basically hmm. uh, did this from grassroots. Uh, and, and all the unions that have tried to uh, beat Amazon before, you got a big one in Alabama that's kind of going back and forth, have all failed, right. and this is the first one that won.
0: Yeah, okay, and you think this is going to maybe spur more more talk or discussion about this? In other words, what does this mean? You think there's going to be maybe more discussion of unionizing and other Amazon facilities following this film?
1: I think it definitely is going to empower some individuals to say, if, if these guys could do it with, like, a, you know, sitting outside in some chairs, I think we could do it too. They didn't have any big labor backing, no union uh, groups that are national of any kind. This was a complete grassroots effort, very, very unusual. And, and if you think about it, there's, there's really no precedent in, in many ways. Amazon has historically been one of the higher-paying Uh, employers and they've also had some of the best bank benefits so if you worked at Amazon why would you need a union well uh, during the pandemic things have shifted quite a bit and instead of people worried about pay and benefits they're worried about a lot different things their commute their numbers the stress levels they're experiencing right like the entire country's gone on a mental break and mm-hmm. and so if if you're on a mental break right now, the amount of stress to work at Amazon, which was absolutely probably towards the ninety five to one hundred percentile most stressful jobs in the country um, compared to their peer groups, and that's because Amazon would fire 10% of its staff every year for bottom performers. They would mm-hmm. uh, give you metrics that were just robotic in nature. I mean, you can read the guy uh, who had the piston in a bottle to make his warehouse numbers. And so all, for all of these reasons, uh, I, I think that it, it's it's, being a, it's more like a stress burst than anything else.
0: Okay. Okay, what does this mean for the average customer of Amazon? What do you think will go on there uh, following the vote? Will this be uh, smaller prices? Uh, Will prices go down, go up? What does this usually mean when you get a union vote like that?
1: I do think that the Amazon platform, that is Amazon.com, where we all shop and have prime memberships is going through its maturity phase right now. Okay. And we're seeing barriers to entry go up. So we've seen in the last year or two, the FDA and many other government entities put on additional requirements onto Amazon. Uh, the courts also decided that you could be held liable as a company, a la Amazon could be held liable for the products that were sold on the platform, even though it's just a simple quote unquote marketplace. So do I think that the end user is going to be impacted in 2022 from one labor union in New York, Staten Island? Probably not. Okay. But I do think that the overarching economic landscape is going to impact the consumer far more dramatically, drastically, and urgently this year. And so I'm talking about inflation rate for one. The government says inflation rates – go ahead.
0: No, keep going. I was, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Keep going. Yeah, so,
1: so like, I you? think the government says inflation rates like 7%, maybe 8%. Whatever the government says, triple that, because uh, I don't believe a word of it. Uh, gas prices are obviously up 100% in a couple of years. Uh, you have uh, Biden talking about food shortages coming. These factors and the inflation rate, which is out of control, the supply chain, um, so I'm I'm an Amazon seller myself. I have a couple of brands. One is called Mom Stir, another one's called Age of Sage, and okay. I sell a bunch of uh, mom giftable items. And while selling these items, I used to be able to order um, a forty foot container out of China for three thousand thirty five hundred dollars two and a half, three years ago. Okay. Well, Last fall, I had to spend $26,000 to get that same 40-foot container. So any cost and that are going to hit the consumer this year are going to come from way larger macro trends, in my opinion. I mean, they are massive, massive macro trends. Most of the brands have been very uh, uh, bullish in the last couple of years. They've been stocking up. And so when we went into Q4 this year, this was the first time where we really didn't see deep discounting this year. And that's because uh, the brands were starting to see the economic turn. They were a little worried about it. And then uh, right now, we're, we're seeing uh, devastatingly low conversion rates on the platform. And so because of that, con- uh, the brands are not going to order as much. They're going right. to run out of stock. You're going to see stockouts, And you're going to see massive other macro trends. So I think that this labor movement is absolutely going to um, get gain some momentum, but in terms of its impact to the end consumer, I think right. we're probably one and a half to two years out.
0: When you look at this overall, is it safe to say this is a resurgence for unions uh, just in general, uh, that uh, market conditions, labor concerns? Uh, unions have had a number of setbacks uh, over the course of some years here. But with this vote, do you see resurgence uh, on the union side? In other words, will there be more of an interest in unions in general following a vote like this?
1: So I, I have mixed feelings on this. On, on one side, I would say yes, because the amount of stress that they, uh, workers are going under right now. Um, okay. We add in the inflation. the the driving, the social distancing, and especially in the state of New York where uh, it's been a little bit more draconian in nature, uh, I do think that we're going to see labor unions popping up to defend workers' rights to simply exist and, and cooperate. On the flip side, I don't believe unions are going to be able to deliver upon the things that workers are looking for right now. Uh, I don't believe they're going to be able to negotiate higher benefits or higher salaries in the face of the inflation rates that we're seeing. I also don't think that they're going to be able to override state governments, who may be at times overzealous in some of their practices that are making it more stressful for the workers to show up to begin
0: with. So, so I'm a mixed bag mix on that oh, one. Okay, all right, no, all right, let's do this. I do have to break for some commercials and you know what, I gotta pay the bills and all that stuff. Stephen, again, thank you very much for joining me on a program to talk about this. You know, this is a, it's a major story. No question about that because uh, when you get, you know, a vote like that as far as the union goes, uh, that's gonna put it on the radar screen for so many different people, and uh, we got a lot of callers that want to get in and weigh weigh in on this, but before, though, there we go, before we get to the vote, to the totals there, I'm looking at the vote totals uh, from the union vote, uh, 2654 votes in favor of joining the union, 2131 opposed. That's not that big of a margin there. Uh, If this was held again, uh, do you think uh, the union vote would prevail? Uh, I don't know how long these contracts normally run, uh, but uh, what are your thoughts on those numbers? I mean, they're not too too far apart, if you will. How do you see that?
1: I I think those numbers are going to hold. I I think the story and the narrative here is very telling, right? This was, quote, workers organizing workers, right? If this was a big third-party group coming into town, I think Amazon would have a better counter-narrative. But when, it, when it's literally, you know, a guy by the name of Mr. Smalls, who was arrested in February at the facility for trespassing with two other coworkers for just simply delivering food to the employees, I think I think that story was very powerful because literally mm. they saw their own coworker get fired for bringing food to the office, and they're saying this is. Ridiculous, mm-hmm. and and Amazon is caught in the crosshairs here because they were probably just trying to enforce state mandates, right? Big government getting in the way there of big business trying to do its own thing, and mm-hmm. and so if if we're going to use that you know Goliath versus David narrative, the, the dude's name is Mr.
0: Smalls. <laughs> right, right, so, right. I right. think it's going to roll. Right. Yeah, okay. Let's go to the phones. We're going to go to Michael, uh, who's going to be first up on the line with us. Michael, you're on with Stephen Pope, sir. What do you think? What do you thought?
2: Yes, sir. How y'all doing today? Well, hey. the pandemic ain't brought a lot to light. Now, we have to think about, it's just not Amazon. Let's think about over the whole country. People that's underpaid. You know, I think... Every industry, at least 60% of the industrial industry they're doing with warehousing should be unionized. Because, you know, these people work 12, 14-hour days. They even work on weekends. They need good benefits. They also need good retirement insurance and everything. So it comes with a lot. And that's just my feeling. A lot of people may not agree what I'm saying, and that's their opinion, and they have the right to, to say that. But I feel like, you know, even trucking, I think trucking should be unionized at least 67% of the industry. Look at these guys. Uh, look what Yellow just done, Yellow Freight. You are you, uh, commenting on it, Mark. It's a wonderful thing when you got a company that open up their own truck driving school, invest in their drivers. They're going to yes. pay their drivers $17,000 and some cents an hour and then offer you a job? If the if, the, if the mega carriers would do that, guess what? Driver shortage would go away. Mm-hmm.
0: Michael, I appreciate it. Thank you, man, for that uh, phone call. Stephen, what do you think about what he said? What do you thought?
1: I, I, I definitely know that, quite frankly, God bless truck drivers, man. If it wasn't for truck drivers, yep. the economy wouldn't run. I look at Amazon and think, hey, Amazon is half the economy. And so what happens at Amazon will eventually happen to all of us and the whole economy will, will follow suit. So there's definitely a massive impact to that shortage that he brought up, right? Like right. Amazon took away the like Amazon's no longer firing the bottom 10%. They, on the corporate side too, this is like a big problem. It's not just like at the bottom, like the, the grunt level type jobs. This is also happening at the corporate side top-level jobs, too, right, where where workers are stressed out, they're leaving, they can't fill the roles, yada, yada. And as one example to that, they raised the salary cap to $250,000 on the corporate jobs, and they still are bleeding talent to Walmart and other big companies.
0: Yeah, interesting, though, I mean, but that's, that's indicative of the marketplace, correct in that? I mean, if a company is willing to pay X amount for X type of job, uh, so why wouldn't a worker want to go to the company that's going to pay pay more, right? I mean, that, that part of the, the market cycle, if you will. Well,
2: what, what
0: I guess I'm
1: trying to say here is I don't think it's about pay. At the top okay. level especially, I think it's a culture issue and the stress and the metrics and the numbers. And so there's this giant implosion okay. of stress levels that is causing some of these movements.
0: All right, let's go to Ron, who's next up. Hey, Ron, thank you. Uh, for waiting on the phone with us. Uh, are you on a speaker, sir, or a lot of background noise?
3: Yeah, I get a lot of echo back on me there, too, but uh, if you can understand me there, you know, it's not about it's not about the work it's more about the the you know uh, some of these companies what they do is they uh, they will hire somebody permanent part-time and not have to offer them benefits and, right. and 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 equality wages to the full-time employee so you know unions can be can be good they can also be bad for for employees trying to negotiate with the company you know as far as time you know days off or, or sick time and stuff like that' where The unions, you know, can't really help them there, and, you know, it it just makes a big mess of the whole thing. But as far as the Amazon goes, you know, like, that is a close margin. And I I believe that once they do get a union in there, that their numbers will, will, you know, instead of 2,600 or whatever, it it might go up to the 3,000 or, 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 you know. 3,500. Uh, Once they see what the union can actually do for them, you know, it it does help. But then, you know, other companies just can't afford to have a union in there either. So, you know, some companies would just fold their doors and say, sorry, we're out of business because we can't afford the the union to to come in and and do your negotiations. So, you know, a lot of of different ups and downs for unions or, or against unions. So, yeah. You know, I think, no. I think they made the right decision. There's a lot of fulfillment centers out there that don't have unions, and are they going to look at bringing one in? Um, one thing there that I, I've noticed, what is the union that did come in?
0: Uh, excellent question, Ron. Thank you for that. I'm almost out of time. Stephen, do you know that, the union that uh, is coming in uh, to uh, take over so that spot? They, they
1: did this locally. There wasn't, like, a big external union, so no. Okay. I, to my knowledge, it's, it's a local thing.
0: It's a local thing. Okay, very good. But you think, though, that uh, this is maybe going to catch fire, if you will, that uh, other uh, fulfillment centers, I mean, let's face it, it could be another warehouse company. It could be another uh, business that they're going to be looking at unions maybe to try to shake things up a little bit. Uh, So you think this will be more of a resurgence for unions going forward?
1: I do. And by the way, they called their labor union Amazon Labor Union. Um, in some of the news pieces that I read, New York Times okay. and otherwise, they, they reference that 20 other states have already contacted them to ask for their playbook, and they plan to replicate this. And if that My happens, and we see 20 unions pop up all over the country. This, this, could, this could be the start of a wildfire.
0: Goodness sakes! Okay, it's a story to watch. There's no question about that. Uh, you know, especially uh, that uh, how this thing got started, and uh, where it's going to go from there. But uh, interesting, very interesting. Stephen, thank you, sir. I'm out of time. I got to get ready to wrap it up. And uh, again, that is Stephen Pope on the line with us, talking about that uh, story involving uh, that vote uh, at the Amazon Staten Island facility. Uh, that uh, Amazon workers, New York, Staten Island, making history, becoming the first group to vote in favor of unionizing at a U.S. facility operated by the country's largest e-commerce company.